You're listening to Real Women Courageous Wisdom, hosted by Women for One truth teller, my friend and author, Kara Bradley. Real Women Courageous Wisdom is a podcast series featuring Women for One truth tellers, everyday women and kindred spirits passionate about sharing their journeys and inspiring others. Hey everyone, Kara here for another great show with Maria Allen today. I've got to tell you, I can't wait for this because I feel like I'm right in the center of what she does best, which is to help people through transitions in life and especially midlife, which I am. So um, without further ado, I'm going to bring on Maria Allen. She is a transformational midlife coach. So here we are. Welcome, Maria. Well, thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like I am, well, I am in my midlife, I will tell you that. And uh, as I know, you know, so many of us, we're constantly going through transitions and changes. And I'd love to know how you came to coach people on this specific subject on kind of handling our midlife. Absolutely. And it, like you said, was all about a transition. And I never thought in a million years that I would be waking up every day excited to be coaching midlife women. Um, I went through the traditional um, getting married right out of college. And I'm 54 right now. So that was pretty much the norm. And immediately started having kids and found myself as time went on losing myself in the role of mother, in the role of wife. And not that they weren't fulfilling roles, they did not uh, touch every piece of me that needed touching in terms of passions and purpose and and all of those things that, that were destined, I believe, to be here and accomplish. And after a series of just feeling like the dark cloud was getting thicker and thicker, Um, fatigue, depression, um, visiting a series of doctors, getting prescription after prescription, and wondering what is going on here? Why can't I get out of this, this cage that I feel that I'm in? And after a series of, of recognizing that the cure would have to come from me, I began to step out and explore this crazy thing called midlife, Uh, what it was, why it was such a transformational change for women, and how we can use it um, to just really have an awesome second chapter in our lives. Mm. I took baby steps, um, very fearful baby steps, but you know, after a while I started to gain momentum. Um, I went back to school, something I'd always wanted to do, but always felt that I was selfish, spending the money or taking the time away from the kids. And I got my master's in organizational psychology and realized that there are so many women out there feeling like I used to feel, just living by default and just knowing everything that their kids like, their ice cream flavors and their favorite TV shows and having no idea what lit them up. And that's when I decided to use my knowledge and use my passion and become a midlife coach. And I've been very well received. It's been very, very gratifying. That's great. 
and your story reads like so many of us. Oh. You know, we, we throw so much of our passion, energy, creative, creativity into raising children. And I love some of the metaphors that you use, um, being caged in, you know, the dark cloud. Um, I teach yoga, so, and, and many of my students are like me, you know, 40s to 50s, uh, raising their kids. And I see it, I see the lights come on when they step into their yoga practice and start to move and breathe. It's like they come to life again. It's amazing oh, transformation, absolutely. right? It is. It is. And I always say that I think I get more out of the, the partnership with my clients than they do. I, I mean, for them to have enough faith and trust in me to, to, open up, you know, about their, their heart's desires and trust me enough to guide them. I mean, what, what could be better than that? That's right. You know, and watch people bloom, like you said. I mean, it's a gift. Yeah, it is. So so let's get to it. So here are the question. Here's the question. What happens as a midlife woman? You know, what do I do as for those that are listening? You know, that, okay, you know, I'm, I've got great kids and I've got a great home, maybe a partner and... I still feel dark in the morning. I don't want to feel that. What do I do to keep digging in and pulling out that me that was once so feisty and creative and passionate? Well, I tell you, those feelings come very naturally because you can't help but not feel that way after decades of serving other people. I mean, when you're serving others, your own needs that burner and you begin to lose touch with what those needs are. And so midlife, I believe, is a gift from the universe. Um, we're not having any more kids, you know, most of us. Um, our kids are in a position, the ones that we do have, where they're either using the house as a closet, you know, or they're, they're out of the house. And we finally are able to focus on ourselves and to see what makes us tick. And it does take an adventurous, courageous journey to see how you tick because it really is going inside and giving yourself permission to experiment with what turns you on again, what gives you butterflies in your stomach. Mm. And it's stepping out there one step at a time, bit by bit, trying different adventures, experiencing things that light you up, and being open to change and seeing where it takes you. Yeah. Uh, midlife is a gift. Mm. Yeah, so, really so what do I do? How do I, how do I get started? I don't even know. I've been taking care of my kids and mm. doing all this stuff and working and folding laundry and soccer games. Now, how do I even begin to to check myself out in that way. I think I've forgotten and I'm just mm -hmm. kind of putting it out there in the shoes of so many of us out there. Sure, sure. Well, the first thing uh, that I think is, is really imperative is to change your thinking in terms of what you're going through. Any sort of transformation can be challenging and you know, with that challenge comes fear, you know, because we're doing something different. And Think of it as a time to re-gift yourself, you know, as a time to to venture forward on your own terms and find what, what gives you butterflies in your stomach. 
And I tell my midlife women to do a couple of things. First of all, you have to learn how to be comfortable with yourself. And with that comes a knowledge of that intuition that is never wrong in guiding you. You have to learn how to disconnect from us, you know, gosh, all the things that we use to distract us from our from our from our gutter and intuition, from social media, from the constant hum of the constant chatter, which doesn't allow us to just get still. And you do yoga, Kara, so I know that um, you know, this probably is very important to you too, of just getting still still and letting your body guide you. Let's say that you're driving down the street and for some reason that the restaurant on the corner there, there's something about it that's just getting your attention. Stop. Go in. See what that's about. Eat their food. Go to the bookstore. What books are calling for for you? What books are you drawn to? Listen to that call. Get the book, read it, and see what's in there. What is exciting you. You'll start to recognize that feeling again, and you'll start to trust yourself again to follow that feeling and to start journeying forward towards your adventure. And when you do that, doors start opening. People start coming to you who are who become great team members who will support you and not judge you. Opportunities come up. It's just moving forward, facing the fear, giving yourself permission and, and going. Well, so you've got so many great nuggets there. I'm like jotting them all down here. Uh, (laughs) So great, great advice. And I'll, and I'll tell you that just recently I have picked up my camera again because I used Mm -hmm. to be a, I loved my camera when I was a teenager. In fact, my father built me this little dark room in my house in the basement. And Mm -hmm. over the years I just put the camera away and, so um, recently I've, I've dedicated myself to really understanding my digital camera because I don't even understand it. So that I, I think is that. what you're saying is just something. I, I am saying that. And that's all yours. I mean, it's not something that involves, um, you know, picking up the kids and making a meal before you do this or that. This is your baby. Yeah. You know? And nobody and ever has to see my baby. pictures. Yeah. No, it's just for your own enjoyment. Right. Just for joy. Right. Oh, that's great. That's great. So I have another question. Um, transitions. So I feel like every turn around the corner, I'm, I'm going through another transition, especially I think when we have kids, my kids are college age, one just graduated. So their transitions become my transitions. Um, and they've got a lot of transitions right now. And I think that many of us often feel like Um, we're in yet another change. Okay. Now things are shifting. Now things are shifting again. How do you support women um, during, maybe it's not just a midlife transition, but just during transitions? Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing I would say is you need to face the fact that transition is ongoing. I mean, as you grow and as you experience life, you will hit a point where you're going to reach higher, transition's going to take place, it's going to be uncomfortable. That's all part of breaking out of the bud and, you know, and blooming. Change means discomfort. It's not a permanent situation, but it certainly is one that you have to know that it's going to come, you'll get through it, and then, you, then you'll move on. So recognizing the fact that 
this uncomfortable feeling is a sign that you're doing the right thing, that you're going through the different phases that you need to go through to move to the next level. Uh, I also think that so many of us moms, and I, I know me included, I've got three girls. Uh, my oldest is 29 and my uh, youngest will be a freshman in college. And I have had to, to renegotiate my relationship with them and to let them be the adults that they are and to let them experience life on their terms. And I found that after doing that, I wasn't always drawn into fixing the drama for them. <laughs> and their issues remained their issues. I mean, of course, I'm there for advice and, you know, hugs. and But I needed to do that for them, too, so that they could go on and, um, you know, be self-sufficient. Mm. So I do think that sometimes we just have to change the dynamics of that adult-child relationship and let them be adults. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, there's so many of us women that mothers and that, that cling on, <laughs> you know, especially during this time of the year where we're in fall and, you know, things are changing constantly. There's emotions and hormones. And <laughs> it's so hard, too, because society really does um, do quite a number to moms. I mean, we're responsible for, you know, what the house looks like. We're responsible for how our kids turn out, you know, how they're dressed with their haircuts. That seems to fall on mom. That's her do domain. And what happens within the house, what happens with, um, you know, a lot of times finances, what happens to their children, see, society seems to make that a reflection of the mother. And it really is, is not the case always. Mm. I mean, you, you do the best you can, but there is a time when you need to be able to pick up and you need to move on in your own direction. Mm. Yeah, and so what you're saying is by finding what gives you the flutters, mm -hmm. um, as you put it, will allow you to then have activity and purpose that is not connected to your kids. Yeah. That gives yeah. you your own sense of self again that doesn't include mom at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think we do a disservice to our kids when we don't have our own lives. I mean, I kind of think we saddle them with the responsibility of keeping us occupied, of worrying about, you know, mom. Uh, and it really should not be their burden to carry. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that is for sure. I mean, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And as much as we'd love to give our kids advice 24-7, it really, it isn't helpful. And it's not, in this, this also, you're, you don't just support women that have children. I mean, because certainly there's many, many of us out there that are in midlife without children and oh. with a changing, changing job status, perhaps, where you're not oh, the new absolutely. kid on the block anymore. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And midlife women with children is really, you know, a small dynamic, you know, of what I work with. The biggest picture I work with is, if I were to sum it up, it would be to help midlife women give themselves permission to lead their own lives. I mean, we look for permission from, you know, our husbands or friends and 
we forget that we're all that we need. I mean, you know, families, of course, we, we need our families and friends, but in terms of having a fulfilling life, we have everything we need to do so. Mm-hmm. And we need to let ourselves know that and give ourselves permission to venture out and find out what that is. Yeah. Well, great. Well, could you give us some practices or guidelines or tips? What do you often, what would you give to me, Sam, 52? I've got two girls. They're in their early 20s. I've got a career. I'm very busy at home, working from home and running a business with employees. And, you know, I'm going, 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 going. <laughs> right. And how would you, what would, what would you prescribe to me to be able to lift that dark cloud or to, yeah. to, to open the cage and walk through and to find some more joy that isn't dependent on other people. Oh, sure, sure. Well, um, and you mentioned dependent on other people, but one thing that I would subscribe that does you know, deal with other people is I think it's very important for women to have a tribe of women. Mm-hmm. Um, that for women to have other women that they can count on, that they can get honest feedback from, and women who care about them enough to say, ah, you know, you're not really going in the direction that I think is, is worthy of where you need to go. And just be there with support. I think we all need a tribe. Um, that could be on Facebook. That could be, you know, on a meetup, a, a weekly dinner, whatever it is. I think we need support. Mm-hmm. And we need that support um, for the objective feedback and also to let us know that we're not alone. It's not, it's not just us, you know. And, and people get through this and they thrive. Mm. I, I just got to say before you go on that I am with you 100%. In fact, Kelly McNellis, the uh, founder of Women for One, we did, uh, she and I did a webinar back last January on finding your tribe. And oh, I like that. Ke- yeah, and Kelly and I check in um, every three weeks, four weeks or so, just to have a kind of sister conversation. Oh, I you love know, that. Where you can tell... You know, we could tell each other, you know, it's just been a crappy day. Let me tell you why. <laughs> yeah, and my God, and, and to be able to talk honestly to another human being and knowing that they they care and that they're listening because they want to listen, I mean, that there's nothing better in the world, mm-hmm. you know, uh, than that. Right. So, yeah, yeah That's absolutely. great advice. So find a tribe. Find, find even tribe. one woman out there, folks, who you can speak to without holding back, who'll call you on your stuff, who'll be so honest with you mm-hmm. that, you know, you'll it'll just send you in a whole new direction. We need those women. We need to be women like that for each other. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What happens too we're, when we're in, in the, you know, the bottom of that dark hole and, you know, it's hard to see any relief in the days or ju- you just want to get through the day and, and so you can get in bed. And I've been there, that feeling of just, you know, let me just get through the day and let me just do what I have to do so I can go to sleep. You really need to have people or a person that won't allow you to isolate. It's very easy to isolate when you're in that um, situation. First of all, you know, there's so many mean girl conversations that we have with ourselves. You know, 
what's wrong with you? You must be crazy. You know, what's your problem? Why aren't you grateful for what you have? You're never, you're never satisfied with anything. I mean, we have those conversations with ourselves when we're in the depths of, of despair. And we tend to isolate ourselves, which is probably the worst thing you can do when you're going through something that um, is challenging. So finding a tribe will, will prevent that. Mm, that's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, what I find, I have two girlfriends that I walk with every other week, maybe every three weeks, and we walk early morning, and what's wonderful about walking, I find, is, you know, you're just not sitting there across mm -hmm. from each other, um, you know, getting stuck in small talk conversation. What we do is we give each other 10 minutes, one of us puts the timer on our phone, and we give each other 10 minutes to just spill the beans what's going oh, on in your life what's happening so awesome. yeah and then for five minutes after that so we walk for about 45 minutes five minutes after say i've talked for 10 minutes then for five minutes we kind of we talk about it the three of us okay and they'll I ask me that. yeah they ask me the tough questions you know yeah. or give me the advice about what's your next step well you, you got to do this you know when are you going to do this you're going to call me tomorrow after you've made that phone call right yeah isn't that amazing? And we oh, always amazing. We cry, and you know we laugh. Um, oh, it's fantastic. Oh gosh, yeah. And then you leave there and you're refreshed and renewed. It's kinda like, you know, you go to, to church on Sunday and that holds you for the week and right. you get that dose of right. ah, you know? Right. And then you're set for a while. I think that's such an awesome idea. I've never heard that before. Mm. I think that's that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, it's and it's so easy, you know, so if you're wondering out there, like, you know, I don't have a tribe or, mm -hmm. you know, find find somebody to walk with because mm -hmm. you never know. We don't know each other's life stories until we give each other airtime. Yeah. So when we give each other some airtime over a walk where we're invigorated and breathing deeply, mm -hmm. I don't know, I've, I've just had so many great conversations and I've gotten so much closer with people from just a good walk. Oh, and Karen, I'm so I, I'm jealous that I haven't been on that walk with you guys. It sounds like it sounds really like a good like a good thing. Well, sometimes you know, the really f bombs get get rolling or their screaming gets going, but. <laughs> and you know, one thing that that um, we also need to pay attention to is not everything you see. You know, whether it's online or your next door neighbor, is what you think it is. Everybody's dealing with something. Right. So no matter how you compare yourself to that neighbor next door who always seems to have herself together and, you know, has that smile on her face, I'm sure she may have a tremendous life, but we don't go through life without challenges. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the key is just learning how to get through them in the best way possible and learn and, and move forward. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Well, listen, it has been such a pleasure having you here Maria oh, I love you. your energy your brightness um, just listening to you made me feel happier oh I'm so it's been a treat I really enjoyed myself thank you well thank you and please tell us where we can find you for those listening Ooh. they may be interested feeling like they connected with something that you said yeah yeah well the first place to go would be my website and that is www.com 
Maria Allen, and that's A-L-L-Y-N, it's a, a funny Allen, mm -hmm. dot com, and you'll learn all about me, you can reach out to me. I also have, speaking of a tribe, uh, an awesome private Facebook group. It's called Midlife Mastery slash Maria Allen, and we are a bunch of midlifers who support each other. We laugh. We, you know, we talk about issues. So if you're looking for a tribe where you can feel comfortable in and, and get inspiration from, that's the place to be. So I encourage you to, to join my private Facebook group. Good. I'm going to do that. I'm coming yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be there. <laughs> yay, yay. Good. Well, thank you. Thanks, Maria. Thank you all for listening. I so love these conversations I get to have with these amazing real women out there. Tune in next time and have a fantastic day. Thank you for listening to Women for One's podcast series, Real Women, Courageous Wisdom. If you like what you just heard, we hope you will subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave a review. If you're interested in becoming a Women for One truth teller, visit womenforone.com to learn more. For more information about our host, Kara Bradley, visit her site, karabradley.net. Join us next time for another enlightening conversation with powerful everyday women.